Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Ready. Ian, got your bag over your head? Yep. Okay. Did you hit the mute button yet? All right, there we go. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Kevin couldn't make it today. I Damn forgot it, what Kevin. he said. Yeah. Damn it, Kevin. Damn it, Kevin. All right, this is episode 282, Dragonfly. I wonder what we're going to talk about. <laughs> mm, insects? Yes, big insects that go crunch when you stand on, um, step on them. Big, loud crunches. All right, let's catch up with uh, Ian's week, I guess, because Andy and I can pretty much just go right to the topic, I guess, right? Yeah, what uh, you been up to, I, Ian? I still have some stuff to do. What you uh, been up to, Steve? No, no, Ian, go, go. Oh, I was going to say, I haven't really done much heli-related at all this week, unfortunately. I was on Discord. Um, we weren't really on there all really too late. I think uh, by the time everybody logged off, it was like 10 o'clock my time, 10 or 11. Um Trying to remember who all was in there. Uh, Devin McClellan was in there. Uh, I, a few other of the suspects were in there. We were just kind of just in there, bull, you know, bullshitting as always. Um, pretty much the entire week, I have just been working like crazy. And um, today, I had, uh, you know, went to an interview, a job interview for nursing. So I'm going to get back into nursing for a little bit and kind of get the miles off of my vehicle nice yeah it's just putting all the wear and tear on my vehicle it's it's just uh, i'm noticing some things that is going to need you know fixing on the jeep you know from putting all the miles on it and everything and it's just uh, i'm going to give uh dashing a little bit of a break and just kind of go back into a job that you know a career that's always been kind of reliable in a sense and you know i don't have to like uh rely on all you know, as far as what I make that day. Mm-hmm. So just trying to get back into, you know, the stream of things that and DoorDash is kind of showing signs of slowing down, which I get it. Everybody's getting out. It's nice outside. And then I could use some days off. Yeah. Um, that's been pretty much my week. I and mean, it's, I didn't get to do anything heli related, unfortunately. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. I oh, know. Disappointing, right? I guess um I can go into it since I did a little bit of stuff before I went to Dragonfly. Yeah, what'd you do? <clears throat> so yeah, finished building the Goblin Roll Nitro. Um you know, I went together pretty quick. I took my time this time though. I don't you know, because I had several days and I didn't have the family at home. So I kinda you know, took my time and I actually just kinda brought my <laughs> my uh my uh, what do you call it? My table that I used to bring to fun flies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just brought that right into the family room, set it up, had the kit, had my big TV, you know, and I was just watching TV as I built the kit and took my time. Um, yeah, it took me about a, I would say about two days, which I spread over, you know, three days really. So like one day I did it like a lot, and then the other two I just kind of did it a little bit too, mm-hmm. you know, wrap up the wiring and wrap up the the final setup and stuff. Um. Yeah, I uh, went to Dragonfly, and then, uh, yeah, we'll talk about, I guess, what I did after that. 
But I can, actually, yeah, I went to Dragonfly. I did, I did a video, uh, the Hurricane Challenge video that I took. Mm-hmm. And I also picked up uh, another YGE, but this time the big boy, the 205 from Shannon from Only Fine Hellies at the event. Wow. So, snap. Um, I've been thinking about this. And you know, I was making a post for the you know just to kind of post it. I've I've you know my third YG now, and I realized I've bought a YG from Shannon at every fun fly I went to that he was there, like in this year. That's a hell of a tradition to start. No, that is not a tradition I want to start. <laughs> gonna be that broke by the end of the year. Now. I'm broke now. Shit, I'm YG <laughs> broke, as they say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this is the last one. I worked my way up. You know, I did the 155, which was a kind of a mid voltage eight volt, uh, eight cell, then the, the 135 12 cell, and then the 205, you know, HV1 here. So, yeah, I think that's it for now. Let's see. Nice. I, I think I'm gonna put some more money into oh. nitros, anyway. And what's the 200 going on? Uh, I think I'm gonna pick up another uh, raw. Originally, I was gonna put it on the Black Thunder. And I might still do that until, like, I actually pull the trigger and buy another raw. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I still like flying that helicopter, and it's fully set up. So I figure why not kind of throw it in there and, like, crank up the head speed. You know, it has an X-Nova um, lightning motor in there, so I'm just going to crank it up and, like, see what it does until I buy a raw and a nail and, you know, and get the rest of the stuff to outfit. And then I'll pull that off and put it in a, in a raw. Mm-hmm. Um, with the with an Eagle Drift motor I just got in today, which I forgot to mention too. Oh yes, yeah. how's that look? Yeah, they look pretty cool. Nice and yeah. shiny. Nice and shiny, good packaging. Um, yeah, so I got the Tengu forty five twenty five HT five ten kV motor. That's gonna go into that raw with probably like a twenty three tooth pinion. Mm-hmm. And then I got the Tengu. Um, this is a beta motor or beta series, the 4030 HT, so the, the more torque mm-hmm. one, on a 1080 kV, which is a, a new custom round that they're experimenting with for the 580 uh, uh, Goblin. Cracking, oh, so. Nice. So, and that's what I'm going to be putting in my motor, in my uh, mind. So I'll play around with that. And, you know, so you went with the 4525 instead of the 4530 on the big one. No, no. Oh, yes, yes. On the on the big one, yeah, I went with the 25 because I wanted to still keep the motor light. I, mm-hmm. I never, I don't think you need to have these big, you know, right. 50 size motors and stuff like that for what we do. So, right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Well, I talked about having to get work done before I could leave for Dragonfly. I was able mm-hmm. to do that. Nice. I had to work really late. Thursday, let's see, Wednesday night, I was up super late working on the camper. And then again, Thursday night, I went sprayed Tennessee Thursday morning, left out of here about six o'clock, got that done, got back, and then worked on the camper till, I don't know, nine o'clock that night. Okay. I had planned to leave Friday morning, nine or 10 o'clock in the morning, but I was just so friggin' beat from everything that. I I just I slept till like yeah, probably no. eight o'clock on Friday and I was like, well let's get but I still had to get all the shit packed up and everything. And at some point I was just like, fuck it. I'll get there when I get there. And yeah. I just took my time and packed and 
team had got come got here and we packed everything up and we rolled out probably noon, I guess, because I got to the van around three thirty or so. Mm-hmm. I quit trying to get there at a certain time and it's just like, okay, well, I'll get there when I get there. It'll be sometime today. And that went yeah. a little easier because I was just exhausted. It was hot. I was, you know, sweating and I don't like to sweat, you know, it's hard on me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I did get there Yep. on Friday. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so let's go right into the main topic, huh? Dragonfly. Mm-hmm. Right. 2021. Uh, first, of all, first of all, let's just give a huge shout-out for John Titus. He's um, He pretty much arranged and coordinated and, you know, set up this whole fun fly. Mm-hmm. So, so him yep. and um, Craig Carter. Craig Carter. Um, uh, he's his right-hand man, he, I heard. He had so. help from Eric Shu, mm-hmm. Scott Graham, Mike Lawrence. Yeah, and some of the other guys from the club there, the Rams club yes. that I'm, yep. I don't don't remember their names, but he yes. he made it very clear to me that he had a lot of help. But yes, uh, he still was the one. I think he was the one with the stick, you know, poking and prodding to get uh-huh. stuff done. Yes. And yes. all it always takes someone with a stick. To, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. he did have a lot of help, so he wanted me to shout out those guys. Eric yeah, helped awesome, with the man. banner and. Mike helped mm-hmm. with a bunch of stuff. And of course, Scott got a bunch of sponsors and a bunch of stuff yeah. to give away, which was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all good guys. Yep. Sweet. So I touched on my travel getting there a little yeah. bit. Steve, how was it for you? When did you leave? So, so you know, I kind of had the same notion, like, you know, I want to leave Thursday morning. But then, you know... My wife ended up going away back to New Jersey for work, and she took the kids with her this time. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't have the kids with me, and you know, there's things that usually like Chloe would do, right? Like change the litter box and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, before I leave for you know three days, and the cats right. are gonna be pretty much by themselves for three days. I'm like, you know, well, I left for four days, but my wife was coming back on Saturday, so she, you know, it's about two and a half days. The kid, the cats would be by themselves. We're like, I'll put enough food out. That'll be fine. And, um, you know, I got, I'll make sure I got to change the litter box. Like, not to scoop it up, but I got to change it so it's, like, completely fresh. Right. So I ended up, um, you know, waking up Thursday, and I was like, all right, let me go get some, you know, go get some litter, go to Walmart, run some, you know, get some things. Then I'll come back, and I'll pack, and then I'll, I'll head out. And so I probably headed out around around 12 o'clock, 1230 on, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I got there around four o'clock, and you know, as soon as I get there, um, I pull in, and you know, go down this long, twisty gravel road. It gets tight <laughs> at some spots, and you're like, "Am I going the right way?" And it's just like this. That's like it's a house. It's, I don't know. It doesn't look abandoned, but I'm, you know, it looks like a start of a, you know, any '90s or '80s, you know, horror movies back in those days. You know, 9/11 Dead and all that. Um, so I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I'll just keep following this road down. And it kind of like makes this one last hook left before there's a gate. And I'm like, okay, cool. Gate means there's the field, right? And you kind of go down that a little bit. And you're like, okay, you kind of see the field. And then you see like the flight line. And it kind of opens up. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Um, there were probably about, a, I would say like a dozen people there. I know Jamie. Um, Jamie was there. Craig was there. There was a bunch of 
club mates there, folks that I've never met before, you know, that are in the general area. Uh, Cliff, Cliff, uh, Cliff was there with Maddie, his daughter, and there might be a couple of other folks. Uh, Shannon was there, only fine mm-hmm. name, Caleb. Um, and I don't remember. Yeah, and that, oh, Eric, was Eric there or Eric showed up a little bit later? But yeah, I think that was it. So, you know, it wasn't that bad, you know. People were just kind of getting set up and just hanging out and talking. And, you know, I probably got about four or five flights on the, no, but actually, no, four flights on the the small one, the fireball, before I drove it in. And I think I had the first oh, no. crash at the event. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it was crashed. Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's some picture up there. It wasn't that bad. I just uh, mainstay of the blades and the tail boom popped off. But I fixed it and I flew it the next night with Lincoln. Like Lincoln was flying his oxy four and I flew that. Uh, but it was where it make it was flying, but it was making a weird tail hum, oh, yeah. like like a chainsaw buzzing noise. So I was like, mm. after two flights, I'm like, I'm not gonna push it. Let me take it home and actually take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So it wasn't too bad. The, the the trip was three and a half hours. It took me about four. I stopped for food, gas, and um, I brought Max with me. Mm-hmm. So I brought my dog with me. So, um, you know, he kind of got car sick a couple of times. So I had to pull over and clean up and, you know, just kind of clean him up too and take care of him. So, um, yeah, so it took about four hours. Wasn't you, bad at all. You didn't teach him to puke out the window? No, he doesn't like. That's why he gets sick. He's not like normal dog who puts his head out the window. He just like puts his head down and stares at me. And I'm like, you're gonna get a car sick staring at me, but okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's that's the travel getting there. Um, so that was kind of also my first thoughts of the field. Um, well, besides that, it's huge and beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really nice field, and the flight line, the grass is like putting grass. Yeah, it's, that's it's, really nice. Really well kept. Really short. Yes. Yes. Car- carpet type grass. Yes. So, what are your first thoughts on the field? You've been there before. Yeah, though, I've right? been there before. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, but you've, it's, it's really different nice. though. Now. Yeah, they've right? improved it some since mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah, let's go over that. The um, is uh, when I was there, I think the flight line the, was moved back. The, like, mo- it was, the yeah, the flight line yeah. was closer to the field, so further away from the canopy and shelter and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So now the runway is wider. It's mm-hmm. still long. It's probably it's I don't good, know, dude. It's six, seven hundred feet long, I guess. It's pretty long yeah. for an RC yeah. runway. Mm-hmm. It's very and, nice. And it's it's real wide now. Yeah. And they built a, an entirely new shelter since I was there yeah. last time. So they got a really nice uh, shed, basically, you know, open on all four sides. Shed, concrete, with some tables and stuff. Just really nice setup, I thought. Lights. Yeah. I, I love their um, their uh, airplane stands or whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. Or the, just the, t- the tables that they had set up there. Um, it had like a, the, the fake grass type of like material. Right, right. Yeah, like that like material. indoor-outdoor carpet, the really short mm-hmm. kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the fake, yeah, and that that stuff was good too. Um, yeah, because I I heard that like that shed wasn't originally there, and that was new. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I believe it. They cool. had it on all the tables. They had like, uh, I don't know, like three foot by four foot tables, something mm-hmm. like that. And they had several yeah. of them. So they had some of them arranged in a U shape for the registration and the um, 
sound equipment and all that. And then they had a few more random ones just out for people to use as setup tables. Yeah. Um, that shed thing also had like wired up for speakers and they had hangers for Mm -hmm. these big speakers they would hang up and they would plug this radio in. So that was kind of, yeah, they got a good setup going there. Decent setup there. Yeah. Yep. They don't run, they don't have power there, but they have a big generator. So they run it during the day. Yeah, and it seems to hold stuff. up good. Yeah. Like, everyone was charging off of mm-hmm. it and stuff for the most part. I don't think there was a lot of people with their own generators. Yeah, I think too. they have a, a pretty good size generator. But it's yeah. back. It's, like, back behind, behind everything the, on the other side of the road in a in a building. So you can't really hear it. Yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah, the people. There was a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think the, the tally oh, was 61, was the it? The field. Um, oh, one other yeah. notable thing about the fields, the runway is really large, but then just past the runway is just farm fields. And yeah, I think huge, they had just planted some huge. soybeans, so they were very short. So it's huge. basically unlimited flying area out in front of you. Yes. Like the heli will get so small you can't see it before you're in danger of hitting any kind of trees or anything. Right. And that's right. cool. Yep. From some of the photos and the videos, man, that field looked awesome. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It wasn't a lot of pilot stations. I think, I don't know what it was officially, but it seemed like, you know, more or less people were about three to four wide, I mm-hmm. would say. But they at had max. plenty of room and they didn't really, like I asked them about that uh, and mm-hmm. they didn't really have flight stations per se. It's just yeah. kind of, you know, step up and fly wherever. But usually yeah. everybody was kind of spacing out the normal 100 150 feet right without any there was always plenty of room to fly i mean Mm -hmm. i'd say at any time someone else could step up and fly almost never saw more than like you said three people going at once yeah you always had room to go one more on the end yep yep so yeah so that's cool Uh, people wise i think it was 61 or i saw 61 somewhere i think i heard 62 Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, a record for them. Pretty good turnout. That's what John said. Yeah, he posted on a re- response to one of someone's posts and said, "Yeah, it was like sixty-one, sixty-two is the most they've ever had." So awesome. Mm-hmm. A lot of campers too. It was a lot. It was a whole. I mean, that place looked pretty packed. Yeah, yeah, good bit of good bit of campers. There was yeah. see me. There's like six, seven campers there. Probably, maybe at more least, than that. So at maybe. least just on that one side, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Brady there was a couple his, up on the other side. Jamie Dan and had his, Jamie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, do, do we want to try to remember all the people that were there? I've got a list of the people that I know. Okay. I can run through uh, Kevin McGrady, sure. of course. Yep. Tom Shin, John yes. Allen. Yes. Eric Shu, can't miss him. Yep. Cliff Lewis, his daughter Maddie, mm-hmm. Madison, uh, Jay Treadway, and then Leslie yep. came by on yep. Saturday for a while. Yes. Steve Yun was there. Scott mm-hmm. Graham, Richard Sowers, Dan Murnane, Craig Carter, which is one of the local guys that was mm-hmm. helping with the event. Lincoln yep. was there. Yeah. Jesus, her buddy, David Smith, one of the guys yep. from Knoxville over here that I actually hadn't met. He came nice. up and introduced himself, got to chat with him for a while. Seemed like yep. a cool guy. Yes. 
Tyson came by on Saturday, yep. uh, Saturday night. He had been to get a new, a new pupper, yes. new dog. And Alex Fredrickson, of course, uh, Mark Paff. I saw him on Saturday. He used to run this event. That's what I heard. A couple he years was on the ago, corner, right? He was yeah, on the he was on the very end. Mm-hmm. He, he's a nice kid, and he kind of been out of the hobby for about a year or something. But so this is. He wouldn't come out, and he flew some and was hanging out. That's awesome, yeah. And uh, John Titus, of course, was doing the event. Jamie Burkholder. I'm trying to – there's probably a bunch more that I'm forgetting. Oh, Brandon Cooper and his girl yep. – what was her name? Jackie? Jackie, yes, I believe so. Uh, Zach was there, Zach Waddell. Zach Waddell. Um, Thomas. Thomas, yep. Who else was there? Ben, I think. Uh, ben Miner was ben there. Ben Miner, Ben Connor, didn't he come no, back? No, Ben Connor didn't make it. He didn't make he it, to, okay. No, Couldn't he had to remember. work. Yeah, Ben Miner was there. Um, Good to see him. Yeah, Rich Rich Sowers. Yeah. I'm sure we're missing a bunch, but... Of course we are. <laughs> Always. Okay. Um, sorry if we missed your name. Let's see. What about food? Huh? Talk about the food there. Yeah, they were, um, they had a group running, they've got a little outdoor kitchen area in the back, and they used to mm-hmm. have a thing, I called, it, called it the Haley Deli, and I guess whoever did yeah. that maybe weren't, wasn't doing anymore or something, so they had a group, I think it was a youth group from a church, I come so, in yeah. on Saturday and cook for us. Uh, hamburgers, hot dogs. I think they made breakfast in the morning, eggs and different things. So that was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. And then and they would walk around with uh, ice cream sandwiches and sodas. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. That was cool. And then on Saturday they had uh, Juan's Descala for the pilot dinner Saturday night. Yes. Him it was so and good. Jay and Man. a couple of guys were back there mm-hmm. cooking that up. Oh, I got a video of that, too. I got a post. Shoot, oh, nice. Yeah. I'll post that soon. So there was food. That One thing about this event is it's a pretty good little hike out to any restaurants. So it's good if you can bring your own food or, yeah. or when they have someone there cooking. Yes. It's you a minimum about a hike? 15 minutes unless you're following Steve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'll it's tell what? you a little story. <laughs> yeah, tell us that. 40 minutes, maybe? <laughs> So this is Thursday, uh-huh. right? Yeah, this is Thursday night. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I don't know. It was like maybe, I don't remember what time it was, maybe like 8 or 9 o'clock. And I'm like, I'm hungry. Who wants to go to Waffle House? You know, and Eric's like, I'm always down for Waffle You know, I'm always going to Waffle House. So I was like, okay. Um, and Lincoln's like, okay, I'll come too, you know. So we're like, all right, cool, you know. Lincoln will ride with Eric. Um, that way I can go to my hotel because I had a hotel from Thursday to, to Friday, right? Um, so, yeah, we get in the cars and we're like lined up and we're getting ready to go. And then John Allen pulls up. John's like, ah, yeah, fuck, I hate driving. You know, like I've been driving for this one. I'm so glad I'm here. And he's like, where are you guys going? And he's like, oh, we're going to Waffle House. He's like, all right, let me take a piss. I'll, I'll roll with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so while he's pissing, I'm like, well, I don't know where Waffle House is. And, you know, like, um, 
you want to lead the way, Eric? He's like, well, I don't know. And you know how Eric talks. So I was like, uh, okay. He's like, just put your hotel in the Navi, in the GPS, <laughs> in the Google. You know, it'll, did, like, he, there's got to be a Waffle House by your he hotel. He didn't ask you where your hotel was. He just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't ask. He was, I was like, well, my hotel's kind of like, you know, it's in Yakin Yakville or whatever weird town name, you know? <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, that's not too far. And I was like, okay. And I look at my Navi and I was like, you know, that looks like 20 minute, 25 minute drive. I'm like, okay. So we all, we all start going and we start following me. Hold on a second. The dog's barking. He's going to beat that dog. No. <laughs> because my wife just got back from going shopping or something. All right. So, so you know, so we pull out of the, the, the street. And right there, I guess, I went straight. And they're like, uh-oh. Where is he taking us? <laughs> because I guess the closest Waffle House is supposed to be just make us a left out of there. And it's like down the road, make a yeah, left. It's about it's, it's, five, 12 to 15 four, minutes. Yeah, and that's where most people get their time. hotels. Like yes. Almost everyone except which you. Is, which is in this place called Tobaccoville. Yeah, King. Yeah, or King. Key, king right yeah and i'm like i don't know i don't know this area i've never been here i i went to east bend north carolina expedia.com and it pointed me to yakinville and that's where i got my hotel so we drive down this country road and i'm making this left and that right and this <laughs> left and this right and we're going down we're hitting a little bit of a service road and when you know i'm still making this right and this turn and that turn and going down this light and <laughs> and i'm like man you know, this is this is taking a while. But Navi still says like 15 minutes more to go. And it's probably been 10, 15 minutes. You know, I'm just driving, driving, I, driving. I can't believe that they followed you. I can't yeah. believe everybody didn't just turn left. and was like, well, there goes Steve. I guess we'll yeah, see him yeah. later. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you end up so, there all by yourself. Right. You know, and, and I kept on looking back. I'm like, oh, they're still back there. They're not <laughs> so flashing me. So it must be me. going the right they're way. Not, <laughs> they're not flagging me to pull pull over or anything. They're probably, oh, I'm like, shit. okay, they're just going. They're just going. I get to my hotel and then like because I put my I literally put my hotel address uh-huh. in it. So I get to my hotel and I kind of just drive by it <laughs> and there's a CVS. I pull in and I'm like, so where do you want to go? And he, John's like, what do you mean? Where do you want to go? I don't go to Waffles. I was like, there's Waffles ten minutes from the whole ten minutes from the field. I'm like, I don't know. Eric told me to put my hotel room. I'm like, well, I don't understand why, but he told me. <laughs> He's like, I shoot at that. Anytime I go anywhere with a shoe, I get shooed. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so what do we do? We put in for another Waffle House, and we're like, he's like, all right, this one that says closed, but this one is in Winston-Salem. There's going to be more than one, and there's going to be other places to eat. We go there, it's closed. <laughs> oh, shit. Construction is closed out. Then we go to the next one, and we finally, we get, we, we like, Drive well, well, now you're like an hour and a half from the field. We actually were starting to drive back. Oh, back to- the other way. <laughs> yeah. so I had a 20 minute drive back to my hotel, which was fine. Oh, right? damn. You know, that. And they had about a 20 minute drive back to the field. So it kind of split the difference at that point. But uh, yeah, what an adventure on the first day. <laughs> Nobody had your phone number, I guess. You yeah, know, and I was like, oh, we're going the wrong way. Hit me up on uh, Facebook Messenger because you can call on that. And they're yeah, like, sure. uh, think about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we went on a little adventure. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, let's see. What else we got? Juan's Descada. Church. He stuff. was feeding everybody tacos up to like 
one in yeah. the morning too. So I don't know. Fire. I don't know if folks know what that stuff is, man. But he like puts like chorizo and bacon and ground beef and steak and oh not ground beef steak. Yeah, it's like steak, chorizo, peppers, and, peppers and, and I don't know what else. Just seasoning and and you know and and then we eat them on like soft tacos, soft you know corn tortillas or whatever. And oh my god, it was fantastic. Now. I had an opportunity to try this at RCHO that one time, but my stomach was not up for that that weekend. Mm. So I did, you know, chow down and thoroughly enjoyed it this time around, though. So it was awesome. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, try to give Max some, but he didn't want it. He's <laughs> <It was> basic. <laughs> uh, one other thing I want to talk about is food on Friday night. Was it Friday night? Yeah, Friday night dinner. Um, because the, the scala was Saturday night's dinner. Mm-hmm. Friday um, I want to talk about... So Thomas Mayberry ha- is actually the second. His dad was there, too. Mm-hmm. Senior was there. And Senior was cooking up... Uh, I think he cooked up brisket and maybe a pork butt or a shoulder. And then Mike Lawrence... Had two pork butts going. He had two bucks being smoked. And then there was uh, there was uh, baked beans and some other stuff. It was just like a whole big platter. There was a lot of smokers running at this event, I noticed. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think I counted yeah. four, five going. I think, yeah. At least two or three with some grills, too, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. It was, it was definitely... It makes me want to get a smoker, man. I've been I've been talking to Lincoln about it a lot since he he was smoking up in um, the Spring Fling. You know, he did a I think he did a pork butt in Spring Fling, and it was great. Or was yeah. it pork? I'm not uh, sure which one, but yeah. A Southern boys like yeah, our smoked I, meat. Uh-huh. I was gonna say I think Lincoln's is a uh, pellet smoker. I yeah, they all they're all were they were. Um, Lincoln's is a Traeger, but the other ones I, I didn't recognize the brand. I did take a picture of it because. I like the design and the compactness because it's a travel. Yeah, it's a little smaller, yeah. yeah. The legs like fold up and become a handle to carry it around and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. And, oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, it runs off a of 12 volt and stuff. So, like, you plug into a car or whatever and you can run the. Uh, oh, I didn't the, know it ran off 12 volt. Yeah. So they just plug it right into their uh, oh, cool. batteries for their, what you call it, their campers and stuff. Does Lincoln have one? He must have one like John has, the bigger Traeger that's 110, a little bit. Yes, it is one a little to, bigger yeah. to move around. Yep, it is. Nice. But uh, but that that works. It works so well. Oh yeah, they're great. So yeah, I gotta thank uh, Mike and, and all those folks. They uh, really hooked up the uh, you know the <laughs> the food for Friday night. It's great, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a good group of guys. They won't let yeah, you go hungry. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Okay, let's see. So we talked about the food, the people, the field, even getting there. Let's see. Should we talk about some flights? Sure. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about some flights. Um, so let's see. Scott Graham, he always throws down multiple. Every time. Yeah, multiple amazing flights every time. Um, Marcus Kim was there, another mm-hmm. person we didn't mention. He threw down an 
awesome flight on the uh, on the Protoss Nitro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, killer flight. Um, Eric Shu, man, he's been actually he's he's been flying. He flies. Oh he flies, yeah, flies at night. You know he he. So that's pretty cool. Lincoln, my boy Lincoln, man. I love flying and fly, man. He's flying. He's flying good too. Doing all this stuff. Flying more frequently too. More flights, I think, at this event than I've seen him in a yeah, past. Yeah, last event. gosh, <laughs> year, year and a half, maybe two. Right. You just see him fly maybe once or twice at night, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, he's flying all day this time. All day and all night. You know, we. Yeah, it was cool. It was funny because. Uh, what was it? Thursday? No, no. Friday night. Folks were doing some night flights, and then it all kind of like ended. And like, I don't know if it was in someone's camp or something. But I came back out, and I was like, "Oh, what happened? What happened to the night lights? You know, everything's off." And they're like, "Oh, well, no one's flying." I'm like, "Well, Lincoln wants to fly. I want to fly." So we ended up turning the lights back on, and me, uh, Lincoln, and, and Eric, shoot, we probably, I think Eric did like a flight or two flights. Lincoln did about five, and I did two. Nice. That night, so we, we, you know, we took took about thirty minutes for the lights to warm back up. Right for about twenty minutes, and we shut them back down. We were, um, we turned the lights off, me and somebody else, because we yeah, sat because there for was there was like an hour and not a soul was around. So I was like, well, I guess everybody's quit. I mean, this was like midnight. Yeah. So we turned it back. And then up, as soon as I'm going off, back yeah. to the camp, you're like, why are the lights off? Yeah. Where's everybody going? It's like, dude, we're going to bed. Everybody left. <laughs> we're like, okay. Well, we're still here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, nice. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. So, I did Made in My Goblin Raw there um, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was pretty good. Um, then I had several people fly it, too. So, mm-hmm. Dan flew it. Help me tune it a bit. Tom Fluid helped me tune it for a bit too. So both of them kind of helped me tune the uh, 105 to get it good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, who else flew it? I flew it the Saturday, it, I think it was. Yeah. Or was that Friday? No, Saturday. No, that, that was Saturday. Yeah, because Friday, Tom and, um, and yeah. Dan were flying in. And, yeah. you know, I flew it so. for high, three minutes or something. You flew for almost four minutes. Yeah. And you only burned like a quarter of a tank. Yeah. Um, Jeez. But, I, w- I would have kept going, but. Yeah, so we'll, we'll hear this. So, <laughs> so this motor, I mean, let me just, let me, let me add some background context so it kind of explains this. This motor was originally a motor that I bought, purchased off of someone from Facebook a long time ago, you know, maybe when he started the RC Heli Hangout. Facebook group you know, around that time, maybe, you know, and um, this this particular motor was in a T-Rex 700 that lit his local club field on fire, which uh, I think he stopped <laughs> flying nitro or I don't know if he stopped flying nitro, but he kind of like, you know, he sold this motor to me and I think he bought a new one or something, right? Like he didn't want to repair it or something. So, so I ended up buying it from him and, and the motor's good. You know, I rebuilt it. I had it in like... I don't know how many helis, but I've always had this like weird issue about the carb falling off on it, and I would tighten up the you know the uh, bolt, and it would kind of like every so often just kind of loosen up. 
I thought it was maybe like a summer thing or something's expanding or contracting or I don't know. Something's just kind of getting weird. Didn't pay no, not too much mind to it because I have, you know, a 105 Gold Edition. I have a 96 or 91 SRX Turek motor that I fly in the Black Knight. So like, I kind of have motors like switch around and stuff. So I didn't really think too much of it. But this motor ended up being the motor I put in the raw because um, I have a strip screw on my Gold Edition. So I got to figure that out. Until I figured that out, I, you know, was like, okay, I have this 105. I freshly rebuilt it. I'm going to put it in here. I put it in here, and when Andy landed. Well, I was going to start doing, doing shooting some autos, but yeah, I wanted to kind of make sure. Steve has a very complicated switch set up. He's got like 14 throttle cuts and seven well, throttle have, holds and 47 yeah. different things to try to figure no, no. out. I have a normal throttle hold, and then I have the Mikado motor switch well so, i'm like so what's yeah. holding you're like this is holding this one's holding this is holding this <laughs> yeah. is cut and this you push this this, this way and this way this real hold. i'm like fucking just tell me which switch will put it in idle so that i can do an auto and then how do i bail out but anyway yeah. i was trying you know i couldn't remember what you told yeah. me four minutes earlier so i come in and i wanted to do a you know a five foot auto just to get a feel for the float Floating and up. so before i start shooting them but as soon as I hit throttle hold and landed, the, the engine died. And I didn't really think much of it. I pro- you probably didn't either. We'll go out there and go to restart it. As we're flipping hold on and off, the mount Carbs where the servo oh, yeah, starts yeah, moving. Right and then we get yeah. to look and the whole carb's moving in and out. <laughs> like wiggling around. Yeah. Like, oh so shit. the carb was basically on by hair. And when he landed, it kind of just... Popped off and was like, "Okay, I'm done." Yeah, and it's motor stalled because you know it wasn't getting interfered right. with that. Right. So, uh, who needs carburetors? Yeah. <laughs> um. So interesting part is on that, like, hell, you know, we're trying to fix it, and we're like, "Oh man, this this bolt stripped out, and can we find a replacement bolt?" <laughs> yeah, we went to tighten it up or take it out, yeah. and clean it, put it back in, but the the head was stripped out on it. Yeah. So, you know, Andy's like, okay, I'll get the bolt out. I, can, I have this little extractor set so I can get the bolt out, but you're not going to be able to use the bolt. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll find another bolt. We couldn't find another bolt. It was like a weird size. But come find out, it's a weird size because it was the wrong bolt for the clamping, you know, mount of the OS carbs. It was a shoulder bolt, so in, and it was the shoulder was so short that there was no way you could ever crank it down enough to tighten the carb mount, the two pinch black thingies that pinch and it pinches on the insulator on the OS carbs. Well, it tightens, but it doesn't tighten enough, apparently. Yeah, right. So Tom, being the great person he is, took it off his working monster, you know, so that I can get it back in the air. That is a hell of a nice guy. Dude. That is, I wouldn't have took it all out of my carb to give it to you. I'd be like, mm-hmm. well, it sucks for you, I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tom is definitely Tom, a Tom's a better guy than me. Because <laughs> he, he had that monstro all tuned perfectly, <laughs> flying great. Yeah. Everything's working yeah. awesome. And he's like, yeah, he we'll keeps, take it out yeah. and put it in yours. Yeah. And he keeps on telling me it's a backup for his, uh, you know, Black Nitro. And I'm like, well, but. Okay, so it's a backup just in case you need it. It's yeah. like, but then he's like, well, you know, if you think about it, if my black nitro goes in, I could just take the car off of that. You know, just take the, uh, the pinch bolts off of that. So, so, anyways, at the end of the day, I was able to get the um, 
Heli back in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to take the pipe off to get the bolt out, which kind of yep. sucked because yep. then it kept so, falling off. You have to keep retightening the bolts. Well, for it. only once, only once, and, okay. and that's how it always is, right? Like, which is another. It's a tech tip for all nitro or new people to get nitro. Like one of the first things you do is you hover your nitro heli that's brand new. You do two minutes, warm up that motor, and bring it down and tighten those exhaust bolts because it's best to tighten them when they're hot. When everything's expanded, and then when they cool down, they get super tight. They they're fused, you know, they're together. So, um, yeah. So that's what I, you know, I did that on when I made it, but I didn't do it when I redid the thing. So that's why the pipe started falling off again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had a yeah we had one of my our friends fly it and uh, drew down a really good flight. Yeah, great. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I passed that heli around a lot. Yeah, so you flew it. That thing was nasty. It. Everybody got to <laughs> pull on it. Tom flew it. Um, it's a dirty yeah. girl. Lincoln flew it. <laughs> couple times or once. Couple times. Yeah, I think a couple times. If not, I think a couple times. Yeah. yeah. If not once at least, but yeah, several folks got to pull on it. And you know, I wanted to get people's kind of uh, thoughts on it. You know, mm-hmm. like how's it feel? Weight, power. You know. So it was, it was nice to get that that feedback, you know, live, um, get people's first impressions and stuff. Yep. So, you know. I think everyone yeah. liked it. Yeah, I think the general consensus is it's a it's a very light nitro and it can take a pretty good beating, you know. It can, mm-hmm. it can fly. Well, so. Uh, okay. I'm sure everybody wants to hear about the hurricane challenge, huh? Yes. Oh, yeah. So... The Dragonfly Hurricane Challenge. So Alex Fredrickson challenged Kevin McGrady to a hurricane challenge. Who could get the fastest hurricane on record in a GPS or some type of, you know, tracking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of who takes home the trophy, right? So, so of course, this this was I don't know when I don't know when this was called out, but this was something that's been happening for that's been in the makings for what a month, maybe maybe longer. Yeah. Yep. Countless videos, countless memes. I mean, it's been building. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know this. uh, So this thing grew. This thing grew. You know. you know, all of a sudden, you know, you start seeing posts about 15S setups and, you know, copper dock motors and stuff and all this crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, pretty quiet on Kevin's side. I don't think he's done anything. <laughs> no. You know, but uh, yeah, you hear a bunch of stuff coming, you know, some cool videos. I got to say, Kevin's video was freaking spot on. That shit was so funny. You know, he plugs in and it's like, <laughs> you know, Scott feeling the shake. And I don't forget who else was feeling the shake. Uh, Jay. Yeah. Jay, Jay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. I love that. I, I woke up that morning, seen that video. Uh-huh. And then uh, I came home from work for a little bit and then just decided to check Facebook. And then you see Jay doing the video where he's plugging in uh, the 15S battery into the ESC. And then not even five minutes later, there was another video, pretty much a dub of that. And then as Jay plugs in the battery, the house explodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I was dying. 
So, so when it came down to the hurricane challenge, it was uh, noon at uh, or about noonish around yeah, um, on Saturday. Um, you know, this was like the the ramp up was so big that like everyone was the anticipation <laughs> and the, you know and all the the excitement was really you know building up. And um, so as the challenger, Alex goes first, and. You know, he takes off kind of a medium head speed, nothing crazy. Kind of does like a little, almost like a stall turn, kind of like a tail whip turn, and then wraps up the head speed, fucking clocks inverted, and goes. Um, his circuits were 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 big, um, pretty high up. You know, it, it took like a run or so to like really get his line, and then it started kind of building from there. And it, you know, he was getting some good speed and. Um, at the end, he hit 126 miles per hour. I don't remember. I mean, I don't know what uh, he got during that run. I know he hit 128 during a practice run earlier in the day. During a practice run, he hit 128, yes. I think in the video, it was, one, yeah, it was 124. In 124. Okay. So he hit 124. Um, and then Kevin goes up. And, you know, this, the GPS unit is is alex's so jay you know mounts the gps on the heli and um and then you know uh alex turns it on and he presses record and i don't know what happened but kevin puts the heli down takes off right the head speed back to wah screaming pops up inverted cuts over inverted and does a hurricane just starts pushing you know Super fast, okay. Um, first lap was fast. The second lap started getting faster and was getting bigger in in diameter. And you know, he he does I don't know three or four laps real quick and lands. And I don't know what happened, but the GPS did not record a mile per hour um, speed. So yeah, so you know they're like, well, what now? You know. It looked faster, in my opinion, but you know that's you know because of the Hard to the tell. difference in size in the circle, the, the distance from you know the circle passing you and stuff was closer than than Alex. So it's very hard to tell. Like perspective yeah. makes Plus, a big difference in know, speed. Alex at a decent height, distance away, Kevin's three saying, inches right. away from your face. You know, it, yeah. it's deceptive. Right. So the distance makes it deceptive of uh, how far <laughs> it's going to be from you. Uh, how far how fast it's going even when you're trying to look at it only on like the back straight right like to see like the back end of the the hurricane going across the sky how fast it is it's still hard to tell um so they charge up and they go for a round two and this is the part that i guess a lot of folks didn't get a facebook live video i didn't know that no one went facebook live for the second one so i think my footage is the only footage that we had of this and you know since Kevin didn't get a reading, Kevin went first to get a reading. And um, he does his run, and it looked... Good run. It looked freaking fast, yeah. It was a good, good solid Better than run. his first one, actually. Yes, I think so, too. But for some reason, he had the urge of doing, like, a 30-second <laughs> 3D maneuver little demo at the end. And we didn't notice it in, in the air. We didn't notice it wouldn't happen. But there's a part of a bunny hop that he does, and the the GPS goes through the blades. 
So he he lands and he's like, "Uh oh, guys, we have a problem here." He's like, "What? We have a problem. The GPS is gone." And um, yeah, so I heard it. Like he come in, he's doing some kind of like pyro, and he does like a pop, and I heard like a click. Yeah, I thought I saw something, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, and then he he keeps going there for you know a minute or something, and then he lands. And then as soon as they say that, I was like, oh, shit, that was the unit that I heard or yeah. I saw. And they you find know. it right away, at least. Oh, yeah. They find the, all 20 pieces of it. Yeah. yeah. That is one thing I got to say about the the um, putting green ga- gr- grass. You can find things when you crash. It's yeah. so easy. Like everything just like kind of sits on top of the grass. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, here's a piece it's of like LCD the carpet screen. of your floor, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Not so. a nick in the blade. Yeah. They were perfect. Yeah, the blades were perfect. Um, so, so uh, you know, we didn't get a proper speed that time either. Um, you know, uh, you know, from from talking to both of them, you know, Alex is okay to go over another round. Kevin's kind of like over with it, it seems. Um, but because he did do the three D maneuvers after, which caused the the thing to go into the blades and get destroyed. Um, he's, he's up for another round. So, so that's to, to the, uh, to be determined where we're going to have it, you know, who knows? So a whole lot of shit talking, a whole lot of build up, and then just, yeah, <laughs> basically the way it ended up. Yeah. I did get a cool video out of it. And, um, I gotta say this iPhone, the new iPhone 12, whatever pro max plus whatever this bullshit is. It actually takes really good pictures and videos. I, I was actually pretty impressed by the video clips um, and that I was able to slow down the footage and zoom in enough to actually see that GPS go flying through the blades. Nice. Yeah. So check out the video. It's on my, um, my personal, uh, YouTube page, but I'll also put it on the Freefall page uh, before this episode gets released, so you can watch it there too. Uh, for folks who don't have Facebook, they can check it out on the uh, YouTube page. Sweet. Cool. All right. In between uh, the in between the two hurricane oh, yeah. deals, we did an auto contest. Okay. Mm-hmm. I yeah, participated that. in that. Had quite a few people. Uh, I can't remember everyone. Scott. Graham, of course, myself, I think Tom, Lincoln, um, Cliff Lewis. Uh, Yep. Anyway, there was quite a few guys. Um, And I ended up winning it, much Mm -hmm. to my surprise. Yeah. What was your distance? Uh, 13 13 inches. Nice. And then Scott gave you five more, so, you know. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Scott actually was closest at five inches, but since he was the one providing the prize and everything, he couldn't win, obviously. So I was second place. Yes. Um, I think Lincoln actually might have been the closest because he crashed on top of the cone. But since he crashed, <laughs> it didn't count that. Yeah, you want to hear something funny? <laughs> but so he was let's, like let's, literally on top of it. Yeah. So let's talk about Lincoln's auto. Uh-huh. So he decides, okay, so the auto contest is there's like a four-inch or five-inch cone out there. Right. And you got to get the nose of the helicopter as, as close as possible. As close as you can without yeah. tipping it over. Without tipping it over. You can touch over. it, but you can't tip it over or crash. Yeah, without tipping, tipping over the cone, right? Right. 
What about if you crash a heli? It doesn't I matter. think you're disqualified. Well, no, I guess not. Because some people tipped over, crashed, and they still measured it. So I don't know. So, so let's just say the nose of the heli has to be as close as possible without tipping the cone over. That's the yeah the the general rule across the board. So he decides to use an oxy four that when it's sitting on the ground, the blades are less than four inches tall. So <laughs> what happens? Is blades hit the thing and knock it over. No matter how close he tries to get to it, he could never get closer than his blade lengths. <laughs> is that what it was? I thought he'd come in like. No, that's why. He- that's why he okay. took it over. That's okay. why he lost. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I. I think I had went to get my heli when he did his. Yeah. Now, if he, if he had a five hundred <laughs> or six hundred or seven hundred, been. He mo- might have won. He probably would have because he was right on top of it. Right on top. I thought he crashed into it. No, because the helicopter is lower than the top okay. height of the cone. I wasn't there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, didn't he cut the cone, or was that somebody else? Because they had to change cones after that. They had that clear one, plastic one, and then they brought out a you know an orange, rubber one. one. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, congrats! Yeah, what'd you win? Yeah, uh, switch main blades and tail blades. Awesome. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to win because I had been practicing or doing anything. But 13 inches isn't bad. I could have done better if I really tried. I guess, or if I had. Done a few practice runs, and, you get, and if he gives you five, that's eight inches. I know exactly. <laughs> awesome. All right, um, and I think the last thing we have written up here is the raffles. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I want to make this announcement for all the CDs out there, or you know, event organizers. When you do a pilot's raffle for one thing, but then you have or let's say pilot's raffle for three things. I think it was like three big items on the table or four big items, like a charger, an M1, and uh, the um, the Tron, and I think maybe – I think that was it. Some servos big, or something? Oh, and the Theta servos. Yes, correct. Thank you. And the Theta servos was like the pilot's prize, right? Mm-hmm. It was like four big prizes that we can win out of the 60 pilots that were there, let's say, um, which is awesome, right? Great, great. Maybe win something cool. But then they had the regular general raffles, right? Which are the blue tickets. That was, I don't know, a gajillion stickers and straps and battery straps and a couple shirts and hats. and Like, it was just, you know, got to be at least. Like, if you broke it down to each, like, one thing you can win, you know, as a prize. Like, it's got to have been, like, 200 little items, right? Like, keychains and sticker packs and all these little things. Do the pilot raffle before you do the general raffle. Oh my god! It like, it, it was like, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't do the regular raffle. So all I wanted to do is like, is my ticket one of the pilot raffles? If not, then I want to go flying. But I couldn't fly because we were all standing there waiting to hear if our to do the pilot raffle, which was done after the general raffle, which took like an hour and something. It felt like way too long. Get the pilot's raffle done so that the pilot's I agree, but they'll never, no one will ever, ever do that because you save the biggest thing for last. I know. That sucks. So, I call it I out. I mean, later. I, don't, I don't disagree with you. It's kind of annoying. Call it out after. It was pilot's probably more like 30 or 40 minutes, but. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, I want to. I, I think this was the the biggest thing. Like, you know, everyone wins themselves. It was great, you know. But Madison, Cliff Lewis's daughter, won the OMP M1. Yeah, she nice. actually could have won the Tron, 
No, but she picked the yeah. She picked the right one because you know she's a beginner. She's she she actually soloed that um event, which is mm-hmm. congratulations. Let's uh, give her yeah, a little you know, clap. She soloed her Blade Two Thirty S at this event, and she won this and this one you know won this helicopter. Yeah, initially awesome you know for she could pick anything. She could pick the Tron, but then you know you, she didn't want to. Cliff said, you know, don't pick the Tron if you win because you have to outfit it, right? Motor, ESC, servos, right. stuff. <laughs> like it's like you know you win a helicopter kit and then you go spend a thousand dollars to fit it, right? Like, right. thank you. <laughs> but uh, but the M was perfect for her because once she gets. Yeah out of like the sport flying and starts to kind of want to like dabble into like flipping the helicopter and stuff. You can do it to 230, but in my opinion, the M1 fucking 3D is yeah. way better. Way well, better. That's, you know, that what she has too. She has the 230 yeah. and, and that one. And yeah. she can hit the ground with it a dozen times. Mm-hmm. And not, yeah, not kill it. The right. 230 is durable, but not that durable. And, you know, the M1, like, she, you know, she can fly it in pretty much any small backyard, front yard. Like, it's it's meant for a small, you know, field, like a small area of flight. So, so that'll, that'll you know, that'd be cool for her, I think, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Um, And then I guess we could kind of talk about our final thoughts and kind of when we left and, and things. Um. I guess I'll start since I left before you. Mm-hmm. Um, final thoughts is this this event. Uh, the first of all, the field is amazing. The people are amazing as usual. Um, you know, you get the same group of people that come up to Virginia to all the North Carolina events. Obviously, in North, being in North Carolina, um, just the East Coast. You know, I feel like the East Coast heli scene is kind of. Uh, not blowing up, but solidifying, you know, like the, you know, like the group is really, you know, you're getting like that core group and you, you know, you've seen the same people in and out of all those fun flies all the time and it's, it's really growing. So, um, the food was great. I love that there was food there. I love that, you know, just the layout of the field. It's just, I thought it was great. I, I you know, I felt very ease flying there, which is hard for me to get that way in most places even Fredericksburg at first when I started first flying there I didn't feel at ease flying there but this field I don't know for some reason it's it's welcoming even though if you crash out there you might oh, we didn't talk about the crash yet but if you crash out there you might get your helicopter and, and some irrigation troughs and, and some other things out there <laughs> maybe a lake or something or a river so you gotta go a long <laughs> way to get the river the, the river is really long. If you like, crash into the river, you've just her. lost it, lost yeah. sight of it. And it... <laughs> but, but there is but a drainage Brandon, ditch is that what, there. That is a drainage ditch? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's that's what Brandon crashed into. Yeah. Um, But I did, ended up leaving Saturday night. Uh, I think I probably left around, I want to say it was like 2, two 3 in the morning. Um, You know. Uh, got a one, and I got a hotel room again for for Saturday and Sunday just to kind of shit and shower in a hotel room and 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 then make that drive home, you know, in the morning. Um, you know, I miss my kids; I haven't seen them in a while, so I wanted to kind of get out first thing in the morning. So basically, um, yeah, I left the field around two, got to the hotel, passed out. As soon as I woke up, I showered and then I just you know hit the road. So I got home, you know. 
before 12, before lunchtime. So that was good. Mm-hmm. And was able to spend some time with the kids and, and on that day. So, um, how about you? You stayed a little bit later, right? You stayed yeah, Sunday. we didn't leave till probably three o'clock Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we hung around. I did, I went to bed probably 3 a.m. and on Sunday morning and would like to have slept in a little bit, but no, I had to wake up at 8, p- 8 sharp, get up, couldn't go back to sleep. So I was like, well, I guess I'm up now. And uh, just went and hung out, talked and bullshitted, slowly packed stuff up, which was nice. I didn't have to rush or anything. Yeah, I'll pack and, at night. Yeah. Yeah, I hate packing at night. And uh, yeah, and then we rolled out about three three p.m. on Sunday. Nice. Got home about six six thirty something like that. Seven. It might have been. Yeah, I don't. Maybe we left at two thirty because we got home about six thirty, and we stopped. Okay. We stopped and got fuel. And yeah, just one stop for fuel. I guess was probably about twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, not a bad drive. Run through some kind of hard rain uh, a mm-hmm. few times or some thunderstorms in the area oh, slowed okay. us up a little bit but it's not a bad drive nice um we didn't talk about the crashes much did we well there really weren't a lot of crashes i mean there were chris a barnes. few oh i met chris barnes <laughs> but yeah i saw chris barnes i think it's cracked and went nice. in i don't think i met him did i no I'm not sure. He was um he was stationed with Brandon Cooper. Okay. I don't think I met him. Yeah. Um Mike Lawrence's uh cracking five eighty went in. Okay. Oh and there was a I'm not I'm gonna I'm I forgot the gentleman's name that was um that needed help. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna I'm not gonna say any names because I don't want anyone to, you know feel bad or anything but um this this gentleman was helping this uh, guy get up set up his kraken 580 mm-hmm. um with an icon and a dx8 or 9 or something like that setup and you know when you're working on someone else's helicopter and you have it plugged in and it's live and the motors you know like it's live like it's plugged into a laptop but it's it's, it's still live right mm-hmm. like you hit throttle hold on the icon soft i mean on the, you know whether you hooked up to the icon software or not if you hit if you let go throttle hold, it's going to start spooling up, right? Um, one of the things that I noticed, you know, is is you kind of go through the settings, and, and I'm like, okay, he doesn't have any throttle curves. Like, it's all, like, you know, 0 to 100 or negative 100 to positive 100, right? I mean, that's kind of weird. Okay. Um, and they're checking some stuff and checking some stuff, and all of a sudden... I'm standing there and this freaking helicopter spooling up and it goes from nothing to Wah! like freaking it was mid stick. So at mid stick, oh, you're at 50% throttle. And when you hit throttle, hold off, you're at 50% throttle or 50% of that head speed of whatever percentage or ESE endpoint, whatever. It's a lot. It's enough to hit the laptop two, twice on the screen and crack it. Mm. It's enough to not hurt anyone, but scare the shit out of three guys that are standing in front of a <laughs> helicopter with 600 size blades that automatically yeah. start spinning up. You know, um, I'm surprised the helicopter didn't tip over off the table. We're lucky in that aspect. And obviously, we're all lucky that no one got hurt. So, um, you know, please, please, 
especially when you're working on someone else's helicopter, you know? Right. Like, disconnect two motor leads. Take the blades off. Or take the blades off, including the tails. Don't think you could just get the mains off without the tails. You have to take the tails off, too. You know? And and maybe make sure that they've set up a throttle cut as a safety switch. Right. I like to do that if you're not familiar with the stuff. You know, Spectrum has a throttle cut function that works great. You you put that on a different switch and that's your mm-hmm. safety, you know, that way you have yep. to flip two switches to get it to move. Yeah. But really the take the blades is, off. I think, I think part of the problem is, is, you know, when you work on someone else's helicopter and they have a, especially them being new, they don't know what switches. No, I'm not. That's what, what I'm right? saying. So, so maybe the first thing to do is, so look through the radio before you even power up the thing and say, you know, sure. you have a cut. Add an extra throttle cut. Right. Yeah. 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 But if you take the blades, I mean, blades should or really take wires, the blades either off. One. Either one of those, you know, would have worked. Um, sometimes people don't take blades off if they want to do pitch and they want to do other things. But yeah, if you're going to mess with some If radio you're messing you're with stuff or any kind of yeah. endpoints, you can't. Now, that said, I don't take my blades off, but I'm familiar with my setup and I have safety switches and plates and all this kind of stuff. So. But when you're helping someone else, it's yeah. really worth it just to pull the blades. Uh-huh. It just takes a minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, the funny part is, or I don't know if this is funny. I don't know what you would call this. Serendipitous, I guess. I don't know. But he this, so this new pilot's been having all his issues. He ended up getting a laptop trashed. He, I don't even think the icon was ever set up. I saw him later that day or maybe the next day. And this time I was like, um, I think it was Chris Barnes was helping him. And I was like, oh, and he was like, and, he, and I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Because I, I knew that this, you know, this heli was being worked on the day before. And, I, and I'm like, they're wiring up a, I'm like, they're wiring up a Neo on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, he had a V control. And I was like, okay, I guess he's like, I guess he just made the jump because. You know, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but all I know is I saw him the next day. <laughs> he had a, a V control and he was setting a, a deal up, or you know, someone was helping him set these two things up for him. So I don't know if he bought oh, it yeah. used there from someone or what, but you know, he went from a Spectrum with an Icon one day, and the next day on that helicopter was a Neo and a V bar, and he flew it. I saw him flying the air, or made it, or whatever. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Very interesting. Um, Brandon Cooper playing with some of that. Uh, he was playing with like a, a little a tree and a like yeah. bush and some weeds yeah. and some weeds. And I now here's the thought that went through my head. Like I was, you know, yelling too, like because it was, you know, exciting. He's cutting yeah, trees. Yeah, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I'm thinking in the back of my head, and part of this is because I'm a farmer. So there's mm-hmm. a field. There's a field. That field separated, and there's weeds. I was like, I bet there's a ditch there. Well, uh, about 30 seconds later, he crashes, and guess what? Right in the ditch. Right in the ditch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when I saw him doing that, I was like, I don't know if I'd be doing that. There's probably a ditch there. Sure enough, because so, you don't separate a field if there's not a ditch. You just don't do right. that. There's no need for right. No. So. Yeah, so yes, indeed, there was a ditch. Uh, with water in and it. And the helicopter was somewhat submerged in the ditch and the water. Um, <laughs> I, they think they got it out before. He did actually boot it up and boot it up, but I was like, dude, turn it off. Like, let it, 
you know, yeah. let it fully dry out. Don't, don't turn they it back on. They said it was just the batteries. It didn't, ha uh, yeah. it didn't actually still, get up in the electronics, but something might have splashed. Anyway, up. there was you water know, dripping out of the heli. I don't know. There was water dripping out. Yes. So, but it was and, uh, what a spectacular awesome that he was too. doing it. Exciting. He was cutting the weeds, cutting the tree and cutting everything. And like, it was great because like the, when a helicopter hit the blades, it hit, hit like a big, it had to hit like a big branch. We could, it just knotted up. But like it knotted up and then spun itself like in that knot <laughs> yeah. as it was falling down. It looked really cool. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to think if there's any other crashes. I think that's it. Yeah, there were definitely a couple more here and there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of helis being sold around. There was a lot of deals being had oh, at really? that place. Yeah. Because I, I know Alex that. picked up. Um, because I was talking to Thomas. Thomas sold his Protoss Nitro and his uh, Jim Balls 570. Mm -hmm. And I believe Alex Fredrickson bought the Jim Balls 570. Yeah, he did. Yeah. At a killer deal, too. I'm not going to disclose it, but it was a pretty good deal. All up, ready to go with everything. Like, Neo, everything. You got a pretty good deal. Nice. So, awesome. All right. I think that's uh that's about it that's all i had at least um anything else you want to add andy before we move on no it's good to see everyone it's yes. a really fun event it's one of my I favorites mm -hmm. um, i gotta say it was too now yeah. you can see why i was kind of annoyed last well year before last that the free fall event was the same weekend mm. not that it's not a great event but i was bummed that i couldn't do both of them sure because i like this one Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's move it on. Um, Planker's been busy planking his yes. girl. So we're going to move it <laughs> on to news and announcements. <laughs> news and announcements. All right, what do we have? <laughs> Sorry, I saw Mike. something <laughs> on Facebook the other day from Super X. Um, so actually uh -huh. shared by our buddy John Cook. Yeah. They've got a crimping die thing. Well, it's they call crazy. it a mold. It's the DE254 crimping mold. And it looks like it's just uh, a set of dies to crimp servo connectors. But it does all three at once. It's a thing you would bolt to your bench, put all three leads in, and then you tighten a screw down to crimp them. Saying that it provides the what did it say lowest contact resistance and highest reliability. Yeah, I would think if you know how to crimp cables, you can probably crimp just as well. But it's cool, you know. Maybe folks that don't like to crimp and don't mind maybe One kind of setting up the wires. interesting thing. I'm looking stuff. at the picture here. It looks like it does a good job on the the contact, but it doesn't grip the insulation as far as I can tell. So that's not good. Look at the picture of the little lead where they've crimped it. It's got three dimples on the that crimp the actual conductor. So it makes a really good contact on the conductor, but it doesn't unless this You sure the second the third dimple is not well, locking in the sheathing? If it is, that's a very poor way to do it. Because it needs to surround the thing and and grasp and it without that, 
like that would be breaking it, cutting it, not, basically. Not only that, what I'm looking at is what what kind of leads are these? They're not the standard leads that we would be getting or that we have. No. In our, right? So you'd have to get custom leads with this custom tool. Maybe. I do like I their know. connector for um, to, tie the, to tie the extensions. I think that's pretty cool. It has like a little thing that flaps in and connects and so oh, it's yeah. built into the connector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but neat. besides that, I think it's like what? Might, it, yeah, so it might not be universal to your other stuff. Yeah, your, uh, your normal pins. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's available. You could go check it out somewhere. Um, it seems like it'd be cumbersome and slower, and just I don't know. I don't think I, I, I see would like it. So I don't think so either. Um, but you know, maybe someone will get it and try it out and let us know. Yeah, I'm on the show and talk about it if you want. Yeah, sure. Okay, what else Absolutely. we got? Let's see, what else? Um, raw Gasser. I want it. Was Carrie put up a thing while we were at the event, actually, uh-huh. of the raw electric raw goblin uh-huh. converted to a gasser. He's got a photo. It looks pretty damn sweet, actually. It does. I think I might get one of these as well. Yeah. Now it's gonna be a pretty damn expensive helicopter, you know. When all said and done, this will be replacing my Goblin Black Thunder Nitro or Gasser or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it'll be expensive. You know, it's a kit plus another kit, you know. Yeah. But at least the rest of that, like once I have the airframe, I'll have the rest, right? Like mm-hmm. I have the motor, I have all the servos, and you know. Yeah, and uh, since I, and and since stuff. I already have an electric, then mm-hmm. I would have. Spare frames for it and spare this or right, that, right. whatever I yeah, take exactly. out of the conversion. So yep, it makes exactly. sense if you have a raw and you, yeah, you know, I have a gasser too that you want to now have a raw gasser. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, awesome. So check it out. We don't know any more details about it, but I'm sure we'll we'll hear yeah, more about gas it powered gas powered helicopters. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know when it'll be available. Hopefully, it won't be too long. I don't know. Damn, I gotta buy a nitro and two electrics. Gosh. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? Let's see. I'm over here fighting my microphone cord. I've lost the left channel. So I can only hear you in my right ear. I don't know what happened. Not my microphone, my headphone cord. Well, as long as it's your right ear, it's the right ear. Yeah, that's true. But I'm deaf in my right ear. Well, then I guess your right ear is the wrong ear. Then. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really not. Um, the Ohio Heli Throwdown, July 15th through the 18th, up in uh, South Canada, Ohio. What do they call it? South Canuckin or something South like that? South Canuckistan. Canuckistan, that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, what is it? North Jackson. Mm-hmm. North Jackson, Ohio. Yep. So it's the Nighthawks RC Club. And I'm going to be there. Awesome. There's a whole group of us Southern boys going up there. Yeah, man. Myself, McGrady, Eric Shue, uh, Mike Lawrence. I don't know who else. I think Jay's going, actually. I heard. I think so. Yeah. So if you're anywhere in the air, come on out. Say hi. Yep. 
I unfortunately cannot make it to that event. Oh, man. Yeah. But it's either this or Urcha, and yeah, I'm going to yeah. Urcha, I think. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's all right. Yep. We'll be talking a lot of shit about you then. It's fine. I don't listen to any of you guys anyways. <laughs> <laughs> if you're anywhere in the area, come on out. Yes. Help us you make fun. Help us give yes. Mike Sobe shit. Yes. Since, since now it's the only way we can get a hold of him since it's not on a podcast. Sending quit a podcast. I know. What a, yeah, what a dick. Gosh. Damn. Yeah. Should be fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they have a flyer on Facebook. Um, the address is 9743 Gibson Road, North Jackson, Ohio. It says, look for the sign in the yellow gate. I think uh, Dave Kar- Karish Karash is one of the uh, organizers, along with Mike Sobey. He's been putting a lot of work into this event. Mm-hmm. From what I understand. All right. What else we got? What we got here, um, Ian? Something in Kansas? Uh, yeah. This one is just outside of w- Wichita, Kansas. This is the Air Capital Heli Fun Fly. Um, it's uh, at Lake Afton Park uh, in Goddard, Kansas. Uh, September 11th, uh, Saturday. Uh, not, I guess there's no landing fee, but there is a uh, a uh, a day permit you have to get from the marina. But camping is available. Uh, more info is available on the the Sedwick County Parks website. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah if you're in that area, support the fun fly. Go get your permit. Go fly. It's weird yeah. with the permit though. Yeah, it, it really is, and it's kind of the same thing over here with some of the flying fields. It's like, but the club takes care of that. So, I mean, that way nobody from out of town has to go and find this marina. I mean, the club yeah. take care, takes care of it with the, the landing fee. Yeah. Or just, you know, it's an AMA club. You're an AMA pilot, you know? Like, I understand there might be some service thing for the town, but yeah, take it out of a landing fee. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Yeah. What else we got here? MRCI 105 KD ProTune pipe for your 105 Nitro engine. Well, actually, it might go for YS also. Yeah, depends on what a collector you use. So you can use OS yeah. or YS. Yeah. Just awesome. I wonder how Does that works. Does it need to be tuned different for different That's what pipes, I was going to say, yes. How can one I wonder how both? that works. Right, because the 105 mm. is tuned for a 105. I don't know how that's going to work on like a 91 SRX, right? Or will it work on a 120? You know, why is 120, yeah, it right? it like it would mm. need to be a different size for different engines, but... I think so. And this does say, It does say it's, uh, it's tuned for the 105 HDR. Right. So it should work wait. with it. No, no, wait. Hold on a second. I, when you look at the description, it has like two pipes here. It says, Muffler MRCI C1319V for OS YS Hattori KD Silver Pro Tune in collaboration with Kyle Dahl. 
And then it says muffler MRCI for OS 105 HDR motor with 1.2 millimeter aluminum with CNC connected compatibility Hattori power boost with three room air and fiber silencer. So yeah, I don't know what that means. Is it for an OS YS Hattori KD? Like I don't. I guess maybe because he has the mounts for it that they they're saying it can be a OS or YS. I don't know. I, I don't know. All we know is it probably will work on a 105, okay? Yeah, I think it'll work on a 105, <laughs> we don't know okay? Anything, other than anything that. else, it's on you. Some kind <laughs> of, uh, uh, it's got the soft mount deal. Yeah, it has the same Hattori style okay. soft mount. Yeah. yeah, I actually like that. I don't know what Me too. you guys think, but. No, I like that mount. It's more I think better. It's, it's better. It gets a little annoying with the, um, to seal sometimes the um, the O rings, you yeah. know. But I think they're better. I don't know. They they can wiggle, right? The pipe can move a little mm-hmm. if needed. I feel like so. you'd be less likely to break your engine case when you crash. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent compared to the the hard mount. Plus yeah, taking some of the vibration out of the mm-hmm. everything. I think the yep. I think between the vibration, the crash. You know, crash it better, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's worth it. I, I really do like the soft mounts. And you do have to cut out, like, your fan shrouds a little bit bigger to support it, but that's a minimal thing for a lot of gain, in my opinion. Yeah. The uh, price is three nineteen ninety nine, so 320 bucks. Yep. Which is standard for, I think, any MRCI pipe, right? They're all I in that 320 no range. I was thinking that's super high, but it's maybe not. Yeah, I'm looking at the other pipes. They're all 320. So you can get a regular 105 MRCA pipe, or you can get the KD Power 2 or Pro 2 when that comes out. I mean, out. what's the other pipes? Are they 300 bucks? 320, 319.99, same price. Like the other brands? Oh, the other brands. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think they're like 270 or 280 or 300. Oh, okay, well, that's not that much they're, different then. They're right in that same price okay. range. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not too far off. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, all right. Do we have anything else? I don't think we have anything else. Okay. I don't think so. No. Okay. Then let's uh, move it on to what's next for you in a hobby. Yeah. What's next for me, you ask? I'm going to try to get some flying in. And I don't know. I probably won't fly a whole lot because I don't want to crash my shit because I'm going to Ohio in two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. But I do want to get some flying in because I showed up down to Dragonfly not having flown any, and I was, like, super rusty. I was like, uh, not that comfortable flying. I could get a little bit of practice in, practice flights in. I did okay. I mean, I didn't crash or anything, but I was definitely not the top of my game. Yeah. I could have did better. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that it? Yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, I, ain't, I do want to buy some things. Uh, I yeah. flew John Allen's M2, OMP M2. Uh-huh. And I kind of want one. It's fun. Now, most guys have them so they can fly them in their backyard. I have zero need for one. Because I can mm-hmm. fly, you know, a turbine in my backyard. Mm-hmm. But 
the damn thing flew really good for such a little, like I've never had a micro that it flew better right? than any micro that I've probably ever flown. Didn't I say that? Like I've been doing this review and stuff yeah. like it really is the best micro I've ever flown. Like, you know, I mean, it's still the, a micro, M1, M2. but yeah. I was so impressed with how well that tail held for being a, mm-hmm. a motor driven tail. Yes. So yes. maybe I kind of want one just to play, you know, play yeah. with the ground uh, mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter if I hit the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I might pick up one of those. Also thinking about a 55 size nitro, mm-hmm. 600 size, kind of looking at the 580. Weren't you at one point also looking at the Oxy? Yeah, kind of been going back and forth between the both of those. Yeah. So I don't know. Problem problem is, if I get this raw gasser and I have the raw electric and I get a 580, that'd be three goblins I would have. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. I, all my friends would shun me and never talk to me again. Yeah, you got you got at least one friend in your corner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all my cool friends would never talk to me again. Well, you're on your own on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of been going back and forth between them. I actually flew Dan's 580, and yeah, I saw that. Pretty impressed uh-huh. with how I well it flew. I watched you flying that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. How was the setup? Was it was it too crazy or was no, it? No, I didn't think so. Uh, he a little bit faster rates, but nothing nothing crazy. No. Did some okay. autos and stuff. Nice, yeah. Doesn't uh, has a little more drag on the autos than like my mm-hmm. five five six, but not bad. Yeah. It autoed way way better than I was expecting. Actually, yeah, not yeah, yeah. not bad. And it, it 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 flew really well. I was impressed. Awesome. Yeah. So right. I don't know if I'll get that bought this week. Probably not, but. That's somewhere on the horizon. Like I need more helis. I need more helis like I need a hole in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you think I'll let that stop me? No. Nope. Nah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, Ian, you want to go next? Uh, sure. Um, other than uh, Discord, I'm going to try to do some wrenching. Still need to get some stuff uh, taken care of on the on some birds um got a orientation on thursday so i'll end up being pretty busy with uh you know between you know working and then doing the orientation on that so uh that's about all i've got really going on um i do have to renew my uh ama so (laughs) I'll, i'll be down for like a week as far as flying with like uh, bills and everything, so it's like I'm not really in a hurry to fly right now, but kind of it's kind of important to have the AMA, especially uh, you know if something happens, you know, going to a field or whatnot. Other than that, that's about all I've got going on. That's what I've got planned anyway. Okay, uh, let's see. I guess I'll go next. Um, I'll probably swap out that 580 motor and put that Eagle Drift in there and kind of get get that geared and get that set up the way I want to set up. Um, that's going to be probably it. I don't think I'm going to have a lot of time to do other things. I kind of have um, 
plans this weekend um, for Fourth of July. So nice. So yeah, you know. So I probably won't do too much flying. I might fly a little bit at the high school. Um, I want to fly to the Goblin Nitro some more. You know, it's, I think flies pretty good. So I want to just keep banging flights on it. Um, I would say that's about it. So I'm gonna take a, a very light week this week. All right. So want to announce uh something new that we're going to be doing i think we kind of announced the last episode but we're going to actually do it this episode so we're going to do a giveaway yes it's going to be what is it again <laughs> andy <laughs> a new car no no no, no. <laughs> nah. joking absolutely joking yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we're giving away some urchin thing right what was that? I want to say it's a um, thing for Urcha. Yes. Yes. I was over here talking away, trying to explain it, and I realized I had my mic muted. <laughs> I'm like, why are those assholes <laughs> talking over me? That's because you couldn't hear me. Mm-hmm. We are giving away two free Urcha Jamboree registrations slash Urcha memberships for the year. Uh-huh. Yeah. So two of them. Two of them. Now I think we'll probably get about four entries. So well, here, yeah, I was gonna say. Here's the caveat to this. Yes. This can only go to people that have never attended Urcha. So if you're a new timer or mm-hmm. first timer, yeah, first timer, new timer, that doesn't make sense. If you're a first timer, a newbie in the hobby, or someone that's been on the fence and didn't know or whatever. Mm-hmm. Enter to win this. You might just yeah. win. Yes. So we'll have a Google form up when this post is released. And um, following this post, we'll have a Google post uh, post about this Google form. Yes. Um, what we'll do is we're going to basically, you know, we'll ask a couple questions. It'll be like your name and email address. And um, really, that's it. That's all. I think that's really all we need. Right? Yeah. I don't think we need anything else. No, so I think we just do it. it. Yeah, I think we just get names and do a random Random drawing. We know. Yep, we'll do a random drawing. We'll probably get about five people who can go to Urcha that haven't been to Urcha. <laughs> and, um, you know, you'll be five out of two to yeah. win. So, so that's a good, great yeah, odds. So the, the point is enter because there's a good chance you might win. Yes. Um, there is another stipulation that we want to be clear. And um, just in case if you already bought your Urcha tickets. Yes. But you've never gone, but you bought your tickets already. And you happen to win, you will be refunded. Right. Your the the you know the, your your fee. So yep. Which will make this free for you, right? So that'd be awesome. Um. All right. So look out for that. We'll see if uh, Ian can draft up a nice meme or something that we can put as the the poster for that. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. That, so, I'll, yeah. I only can think of one guy off the top of my head that's going that's never been. And uh, I just deemed him ineligible to win this. That's Ian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sorry, you're buddy. on the show. You, can't. <laughs> you know oh, what? I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy, though. Yeah. And, and let's ruin it for everyone else because. You know, we're not the only fun. We're not the only yeah, podcast. Just going to say that there's going to be yeah. other other folks doing this, so you can so, feel free to yeah. enter theirs. Maybe you'll win one on that exactly. side. Exactly. 
Ooh. There you go. Yep. Nice. So what's the prize value at uh what's what's the ticket for a hundred? Hundred It's a hundred pre register, hundred twenty five at the event. Yeah. So, so let's say a value of hundred bucks. bucks. Yeah. That gets you so. one one year membership to Urcha, the organization, and the Jamboree registration fee, the pilot fee basically. Which gets you one pilot dinner, t shirt, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, all the scorpion bits and things you yeah. Awesome. A goodie bag. Yeah, a swag bag. Cool. All right. Uh, let's move it on to Listener Pipeline. Listener Pipeline. We have some. I have them loaded here if I can get to it. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yes. Here is voicemail number one. Ah! All right. Nice. I'm glad he likes the show. <laughs> <laughs> he was listening to the show. That's that's why it made him do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Voicemail number two. Okay. Who's the dingling? I'm listening to the show. All I hear is somebody's bell going off, and then or is somebody building something while they're on the show? Anyhow, since you guys don't know shit about anything, I figured uh, somebody needs to call in and tell you this. You don't know shit about anything. <laughs> Have a good week. Bye. Nice. Thanks, Steve. Did, did anyone let him know that we don't know shit about anything? Yeah, somebody should tell him. Yeah. I don't know what he was hearing. I hear a bell every once in a while. It's probably Ian. I think so. Nah, I'm just going to blame it on Ian, though. It's got to be him. Aww. Ain't me. I don't have any bells in here. You know, it sounds like a, a ding, a ding or a chime so or anything. Yeah. No. Hmm. Must uh, have been uh, Kevin. Was... Damn it, Kevin. Yeah. Let tell me if you hear this episode. <laughs> if you don't, that means it was Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What else do we got? That's it. That is it. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Facebook likes. We're at one thousand three hundred sixty-one. I think we lost some. Dang it. They just keep going down and down. What is going on? I don't know. They're realizing that uh, we don't know what we're talking about. I think it's because we told them we don't know shit about anything. And <laughs> people are like, well, then why the hell am I subscribed to this? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm no better bad. off listening to these guys. <laughs> yeah, my bad. So, All right. Uh, no worries. Facebook comments. What do we have? We Let's see. Do we talk about this thing from... Mr. Burt's birthday on June 24th? No, let's go for it. Yeah. I guess this was Ian made a meme of Bert and Kyle shooting out some birthday candles with some handguns. Says mm-hmm. how birthday candles are blown out at BK. <laughs> yeah, it's 50th birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Bert. Yeah, man. And... On our last episode, 281, Ray brings the bacon. Got a comment from none other than Bill and himself. He says, Ray brings the bacon and Kevin brings the ham. Would have loved to hear about Ray's aquarium and if he is still playing music. Anyway, great episode as always. Andy complaining about his job as usual, even though he gets to work from home seven days a week. LOL. 
Hope to see y'all at Urcha. Hope to see you there, Bill. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Uh, got a video of Dan Murnane. Uh-huh. This is from Dragonfly flying his MJ T Rex 700. Yep. The bright orange KD BB KBDD. Those are some bright ass blades. They sure are, man. <laughs> Douglas. Uh, Boish says, looks like electric motor is hot and smoking. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, awesome. I think that's it. All right. Do we have anything for lizard li- listener? Lizard, lizard posts. Any bill posts? No. Any uh, listener posts? <laughs> we have a post from Chris Rybert. Uh-huh. And he's got a picture of his Extreme Flight 83-inch MKS airplane. And MK, looks like... MX-5 or MXX. What'd I say? MKS? MXS. Yeah, yeah. I'm stupid. He says, throwing down with my 83-inch Extreme Flight MXS. And he's got a pit. He's holding his heli, I guess, just so people doesn't forget. He flies helis sometimes. <laughs> 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 nice one. I think if it gets it matches his helicopter, which matches his V bar shirt. shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is. He's color coordinating. Uh huh. Uh huh. Looks like it's his stretched 516. Yeah. I think he's like the last person that I still rock his synergies. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's all in there. <laughs> All right. People poppy. Oh, no. Sorry. Website comments. Oh, shit. Got to do those too? Yeah, we're going down Damn. the list. Damn. Making me read everything. Uh, website comments. Um, okay. Steve Hawk sent us an email uh, yesterday, actually. It says, Good day, Free Fall Boys. I went for one of my late night summer flights was a touch after 11 p.m. and bombed around the yard with the 230S. Notice the crazy northern daylight? Oh, and it's hot as hell here in the land of extremes. We're breaking all-time high temps day after day, so bad that our field had nobody fly over the weekend, and the mercury just keeps rising. We're really not equipped for this kind of weather up here. Lots of bitching and suffering and basement dwelling. (laughs) Well, we bitch and suffer here, too. Steve, just be honest with you. Take Mm -hmm. care, guys. Get a flight in for me, and thank you for the podcast. He posted a picture here of him flying by his house at 11 p.m., and it looks like it's about 7 o'clock here. Really? That's that's how much daylight there is. Yeah, I mean, it's like daylight. It's like sunset, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And a picture of his weather forecast where it's 106 degrees was forecasted for today, Tuesday. Wow. 106 degrees. This is way up in North, yeah. like up in Canada. Yeah. Where back in the winter, it was like negative 30 or something like that. Right, right. That's, yeah. that's crazy. It's a crazy delta between winter and Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said, the wow. land of extremes. Yeah. I was going to say, what were the... Uh, I was going to say, what would be normal temp for where he's at this time of year? I don't know. 
Don't know. I wouldn't think it would be 106. That's for damn sure. No. Oh, hell no. I mean, he's so far north that it's it's daylight at 11 p.m., so you would think it would, you know, gets up in the 60s or something Mm -hmm. normally, but I don't know. That is wild. It is. That's crazy. Uh, We got got an email from Javier today. Uh, Subject line is best and worst. He says, hi, guys. As I'm looking at the video of Dragonfly, pretty sure Kevin won, and the M1, I wanted to write this email. I'm listening through the episode and thought it was a good topic, so I'll bring in my comments. To me, the hobby has been tremendous. It's by far the hobby I have been most this passionate really about email. <laughs> and the one I have been involved in the most. Never thought it would end up in the podcast well, actually, too technically, and being so involved. He also writes, I'm tremendously shy by nature and being so involved, and then getting into the podcast definitely helped. It was really amazing to be recognized when I went to some events back when I was doing full pitch. I'm one of those pods that quietly goes to a table, sets up, and flies if the conditions are favorable, and then for sure I will have a nice conversation with one of the great people in this hobby, but I am not the super sociable type. It was funny when I was recognized by my voice, then everyone invited me to come over. So for me, it's been a great help. I really enjoy the aspect of going to events and sharing my time with people there. And then he goes on to write, uh, the only downside to this hobby has been the financial stress. Um, she's talked about that before mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, says, with a fleet of goblins, it's not a good place to be. Yes, crashing scares the crap out of me, and I definitely understand that it hinders my progress, but it will sever my ability to enjoy the hobby at all if I crash at this point, so I have to concede the progression, at least for now. And says he wants to get a 700, but he's have to wait until he has healthier finances before that can happen. I uh, give up on selling the small stuff and he's getting Neos for those. He just likes one and they will be ready. He says, I hope I can make it to Urcha. Already paid for my registration, so likelihood is high. And meet up with whoever from you guys that can make it, as well as many other people I've met virtually. Even if I get pushed to fly a Nitro, I won't get one. He <laughs> he. Cheers, Javier. Thanks, Javier. Thanks, Javier. I've I've I thought about letting you fly my Goblin Raw Nitro, but eh, if you're not gonna get one, <laughs> <laughs> now you can fly it if you want. <laughs> all right. Um, that is it. I mean, that's all that's I've it? seen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, people, Podbean. What do we got for that? I don't know. I don't know how to get uh, all the stuff Kevin reads, so you'll just have to do the comments and call it good. Um, did we do one last week? We did, right? Mm-hmm. So, 14 days ago, we already cleared the Regal Jr. one. So, we have one comment from Tim Tideback. 13 hours ago, says, episode 151, Dynamic Duo. This was a great show. It's awesome to hear the dedication to the basics. And it's first. It's the first time someone enumerated the orientations instead of just saying to practice all of them. If someone is new to the hobby, 
there's not a lot of things that are intuitive and it's helpful when stuff is explained in full detail. Dynamic Duo, I think, is that the one with... That was um, Derek Chekis and... Yeah, um, Chekis and Drew... Um, Drew Robinson. Yeah, Robinson, yep. Awesome, yeah, that was a good show. Those are great guys, man. Um, I haven't seen Derek, I gotta say, in over two years now. Yeah. I know he recently got married, so congrats and all that. And I think he also... I don't know. If, uh, no, yeah, he recently definitely got married, I think, right? I don't remember. I think so. But anyways... Um, it's great to see Drew. He came out to free fall, so I got to hang out with him there. Got to also see him take a pull on his uh, Tron 7. I think it was the only one in the U.S. That thing was pretty nice, too, man. So, so awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, we don't have anything else for that. iTunes review. We have nothing on iTunes. Okay. Nothing so, new. drop us nothing new. Okay. Well, thanks for everyone who's left us an iTunes review. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anyone who would like to leave us a new iTunes review, uh, we'll read the review on the next episode. Um, you know what we need to do, Andy? I, we need to make some instructions on how to leave an iTunes review. Put it in like, maybe that show doc or something. Okay. <laughs> the show doc that I keep forgetting to update that's like six yes. months old. Okay. Which means you know, it'll take us two <laughs> years to actually add the iTunes review portion. I'm sorry, to guys. I, ha- I, I keep saying, okay, I'm going to work on that, and then I forget. Damn it, Andy. Feel free to blame me. It's my fault. Yep. It's Andy's fault. Uh, So email us at free4c at gmail.com. Like us on facebook.com slash free4c podcast. Check out our webpage, free4c podcast.show. Say it to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, free4c podcast. Say it to David Hill, aka Hill to Flyer. Hi, David Hill. All right, who's going to be doing this? Fellow podcasters, we got the Heliheads podcast. Oh, that is with uh, Kevin McGrady, um, Scott Graham, Daniel Turiak, Kyle Stacy, and Maynard. Maynard what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you said everyone else's last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I I don't know. It's like Mick Mickler. Yeah, Mickler. Yeah, he's actually John Maynard Mickler the third. Mm-hmm. I think right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, Maynard's. Uh, I met him back in the day. Back in uh. He's a funny dude. Long Island, yeah. He's a, he's a good dude. He's a funny dude. Awesome. All right, Telerotor podcast. That is with uh, two mics, a Rob and. Uh, Rich. Mm-hmm. But you got to give it out. Rich was the only one from that show. Besides Cliff. I, I was mistaken. Cliff is actually part I of that show. I forgot Cliff too. was part of the show. Me too. Me too, yeah. I'm sorry, Cliff. Yeah, sorry about that, Cliff. I had to ask him. I was like, wait a minute. Is this, is this official? Like, I knew you were doing the flyball scene, but I wasn't sure. And yeah. So they never really officially announced it, but he is on that podcast. So. All uh, right. And there's a Cliff. Yeah, and a Cliff. So it was great that Cliff and... and um. Rich made it yeah, out. At least to they showed up. Dragonfly. Two guys had to go, you know, ride two, their motorcycles. Three guys. Wait, wait, wait. Two, yeah, two of them motorcycles. I don't even know what the third one's doing. He was just uh, lost in the woods somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Beating on some metal. Yeah, yeah. Beating on some main shafts. <laughs> <laughs> when he could have been getting more main shafts or doing something. I don't know. That didn't come out right. Uh, okay, so let's see here. RC Roundtable. That's with uh, Fitz, Terry, and Lee. 
All right. F RC After Hours. Uh, with Andre? Mm-hmm. Uh, skids Up. That's with Paul, Javier, and Frank. Mm-hmm. Inverted Down Under. That's with Ozzy Mozzy and Jeff Smart. Park Flyer Podcast. Um, the, the Morning Show. Nope. Ah. Uh, yeah. We do I these forgot. every week. How do you not know all these by heart by now? You know what? I don't even know. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Mike and Jay. Two Mikes and a Jay. Two Mikes. Oh, yep. Two Mikes and a Jay. Yep. Who did the RC Heli podcast? That's with uh, Richard Spiegel and uh, Kenny Sierra. Mm -hmm. RC Plane Lab. That's is the that morning. the morning show? That's the morning show, yes. Yep. Ron and Tom in the morning. And all things that fly. That's with uh, Lucian Miller and uh, Moose. Mm -hmm. Make sure to check out our friend Billane's YouTube channel. He has some videos. Yeah, he has some new videos from um, the Edgewood Flyers Fun Fly. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Also, we got a shout out. Um, the RC Element Heli Edition. Let's go to YouTube channel. This is Todd Keller. He's the dude that bought my 516 like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. He's posted up some videos. He just got the electronics and has got it flying. Nice. So check him out. He's got a pretty large YouTube channel. He does uh, trucks and buggies and planes and stuff. But uh -huh. he started up another one called the Heli Edition. So it's RC Element parentheses Heli Edition. So check him oh, cool. out. Awesome. All right. Cool. Thanks to our listeners. Free your skies, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Three of five in the call. Yeah, I just I was just looking at that too. I was like, who the hell is three of five? It's two Kevins because he can't remember oh, his name yeah. again. We need to delete a Kevin. Somehow. Yeah, I think we got to delete the one with his picture. Unfortunately, or is it fortunately? Good. I'm tired of looking at it. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that clicking clacking sound that just happened? Which one of you is doing that? Uh, am I, just, am I typing, maybe? No. Is that you, Ian? I, I just turned off my uh, Taurus's light. So he's not thunking around on the recording. Well, I hear that same click-clack all the fucking time. So I don't know what you're doing, but knock it off. All I did was turn off the light. <laughs> we'll leave it off. Right. Are you constantly turning it on and off? No. I hear it five, six times a recording. Click-clack that what is, is that? that it i'm just bag i'm bagging oh. bagging scorpion drivers right now quit it <laughs> okay i'll quit it look at this one quit it steve i'm trying to yell at ian you're screwing it up and
an allen key and a titanium shaft. Ian has like the most like he has a lot of racket sound. and shit. Yeah. It's all the time some bullshit over there. Background noise. Yeah, I know. I'm just gonna mute yeah. him and we'll be done with it. Send us a message if you want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and get everything done and then sit perfectly still. Don't move. Don't breathe. Whatever you're doing right now is perfect. Just keep doing that. Alright. <laughs> Do you want me to get the plastic bag to keep all the good sound in? Yes. That'd be okay. awesome. Please. Okay. I wrote Kevin right, and is not here today and it wants to correct to... I'm not here today. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it like that. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta figure out news. Did you put together some new stuff this week, Ian? Uh. Huh, huh. No. <sighs> you really like that one wheel, right? Compared to the Segway? Yeah. Yeah. It's more gooder. Gooder? Well, it depends. What, what, in what context? Um, getting around at a fun fly, you know? Mm, the one wheel is more fun, but you can buy four segways for the price of the one wheel so the one the segway is way more practical and for if you're just going to use it at a fun fly mm. what the fuck was that sneeze yeah dude you hold your sneezing like that you're gonna blow your asshole out <laughs> you get that sh let that shit out too much uh, pressure Oh, it wasn't too bad. I'm surprised I haven't popped the fucking eyeball out. Yeah, just fucking sneeze. Why are you <laughs> holding it in? What the hell's wrong with you? You're going to keep your 135, right? I think so. God damn it, think, Caleb was I right. Think, I should have bought that one. I think I would have built another rock. You fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of gasser, um, I'm working on it. Uh, no, Carrie Shirley. Uh, I said I'm working released... on it. Damn, be patient there. Yeah, be patient. Gosh, I am. I'm topping it in right now. Do you not see where it says raw gasser? I'm trying to get a link. Yep, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, I didn't even see that. We're just talking about it. Gosh, what's up with you, man? <laughs> Uh, Kevin's not he's here. Gonna, he's going to really hate me so attention. bad by the end of this episode. <laughs> Kevin's not here. i got to pick on someone. Why is everybody going to be picking on me? Because of that. I got a 20% off coupon. I think it was like in the upper sixes for me. What? That doesn't make sense. 20% of eight, whatever. Is, you know, wouldn't be that high. Or it wouldn't be that low of me. Like I said, it wasn't like the upper sixes the last time I did Six fifty six. Twenty percent of eight twenty is six fifty six. 
Where'd you learn math, Steve? I didn't. I just guessed. And they let you work with computers? <laughs> yeah, but they only deal with zero and ones. I couldn't. I can deal with that math. <laughs> I can't go above two, though. Like you know, I'm, I forget how many fingers I'm supposed to count on. Oh shit! I haven't Damn. spent any, but I've been saving it all up. So now I'm gonna have to go spend it all at once. That's just yeah. kind of worse than just spending a little all along. Yeah. I say I have to, like I really have to. I really don't have to. No, you don't have to do any of it. <laughs> no, I have to do anything. I think it's going to be the nitro uh, to get for this year, you know? Next time I see you, I'll do some Marados. Yeah, for Hurt sure. You. Yeah. Maybe, you'll learn. To Maybe you'll learn how by then. Uh, I don't need to know. I'll just have you auto. Never, you never need, you're never going to learn autos? Mm, maybe. It's just that's where you're gonna draw a line. No, it's just not like not something I'm like <laughs> rushing to learn, you know. It should be one of the first things you learn. If, I, if the helicopter cuts off, I couldn't get it landed. I can well, all do enough in an incident. I can't, you know. I, just I mean, they're so easy. If I can do them, anybody can do them. I barely could do anything. <laughs>